Hayden Christensen is back. Is Moff Gideon Force-sensitive? Solo 2 update, a new animated series, and updates on future Disney Plus shows. A jam-packed episode this week on Mando Talk. Check us out, listen to us, we're gonna have fun, and let's get to it. What is up, all you Ugnots and Jawas out there? This is Mando Talk, and we've got a good one for you today. My name's Nolan Ferris, and this is the host, Caleb Keller. Caleb Keller. Caleb Keller. What's up, The guys? pilot. The pilot. The Han Solo. I'm co-piloting over here. The Chewbacca. <laughs> and we got the Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Jay Riding Keller. in the back. All right. <laughs> yeah. You'll Changing take that, the, won't you? Yeah, I will. <laughs> the compressor, bypassing the compressor. <laughs> Jacob, how are you doing? I'm doing good, you know. It's uh it's it's gonna be fun, you know, it yeah. always is. Yeah, it's gonna, be a good one. it's gonna be a good one. We got a lot of news to cover. Yeah. Um first and foremost, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and uh we break, pre-recorded. Break we pre-recorded before this show. Next week's episode. For next week's episode. Right. So check it out. It's going we're going to start a new series. Mm-hmm. It's called our top five series. So in the in the episode that you will hear next week, it's going to be top five lightsabers. And we all have prepared our personal top five lightsabers, and you will hear us battle it out yeah. and debate it out <laughs> to come up with Mando Talks top five lightsaber picks. Right. So check us out. It'll be us three next week that you'll watch, mm-hmm. and it is going to be extremely fun. So yeah. make sure you check that out. It's going to be awesome. No spoilers, but it definitely goes down. <laughs> oh, um, it goes down for real. Like, there, there's blood spilt. And to be honest, I think you might be able to tell that we were nervous because it was something new that we've done. But, yeah. man, it turns out to be good. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I think it did, and I think it's I think it's going to be fun as we move forward in this series and we do top five, you know, top five different topics. So top right. five Jedi, top five Sith, top five movies. Yep. You know, and it's gonna we're gonna move forward like that and kind of do a, a miniature series mm-hmm. on that. But let us know what you want our top fives to be. Let us right. know what topics you want to hear, and and we'll try to uh, put something together. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. recording it. <laughs> it was. Uh, very controversial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say that I think there was everyone, a lot of debating. Yeah. I think everyone had really good picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I respect both of y'all's picks. Thanks, man. But, of course, I think mine were the best. Well, I uh, think well, mine were the best. <laughs> well, you know, I think and mine I managed to were... convince both of y'all. Yeah. We'll see. With my no wit. spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> check it out. Next week. Next Friday. Next week. Yep. Go ahead before you listen to the show and just take take 5 minutes and write out your top 5 lightsabers yeah. and see how they match up to ours once Mando Talk gets its top 5 see how they match up to our personal list yeah. and uh and let us know comment to us yeah. on all of our social medias you know where to find us or um comment in the in the comment section on our uh YouTube page right at Mando Talk and go ahead and out. hit the subscribe and subscribe, notification. Turn the bell on. That so, way, yeah. whenever we post next week's episode, you'll get the notification. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to hit the subscribe button, subscribe to the channel, 
and then turn the bell on so you get post notifications sent to your phone whenever we upload. For sure. And that's usually Saturday mornings. Right. Late Friday night sometimes. Late Friday, Saturday. Depends on where you live. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's going to be good. Check it out next week. It's a great one. Yeah, it's uh, going to be fun. But we got a great one for tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, news jam. You heard it at the top. A bunch of news. Some of the things in the news weren't even mentioned at the top. So there's even more to it. So we're going to have fun. Uh, but that's all we're going to talk about, really. We're not going to really speculate or do like any Star Wars trivia box this week or anything else. We're solely focused on the news. Yeah. And let's go ahead and dive into it. The first piece of news is that The Empire Strikes Back was number one at the box office for the weekend of July 10th through 12th, earning $450,000 to $500,000. And the source on that is Deadline. Now, obviously we know what's going on around the world right now right. as far as movie theaters go. I know the big mm-hmm. branches like AMC, Regal, all those still haven't opened, but a lot of drive through theaters are thriving right now. Drive-ins, yeah. What, yeah, drive-ins. Um, are trying to play classics to mm-hmm. get people to just come back, and I guess yeah. that means Empire Strikes Back is the most played and the most viewed throughout that past weekend, so I thought that was cool. No way. Uh, huh. I would really love to see Star Wars in a in a drive-in theater. Yeah, man, me too. And that's that's something that we could be talk. So fun. We could probably talk. Mando talk could talk with um, our local drive-in is actually a little south of here. Yeah. We could talk with them and see if they could uh, they could air it. You think like so? The, <laughs> <laughs> we could move the needle that much. I, think, I, I mean, I think we could because it would be it would be really really cool. It'd be a cool to, little uh, have a little date night, little uh, double date, and everybody go out there, throw out a blanket. Yeah, I mean, vlog it on YouTube. Yeah, we could bring <laughs> we could bring you guys along. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be a fun so Mando talk episode. Which Star Wars movie do you think you would enjoy? Revenge the, of the Sith. The drive through the most. Mm. Revenge in, of the sorry. Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Okay, see for me, us think, immediate say, pushback. It's got to be an original trilogy. Yeah, just that's to, what I'm just thinking to too. Give you that old school vibe. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I'm leaning toward either any of the three. Honestly, yeah. if they want to do a triple feature, I'll be there all night. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too. Well, the our drive-in <laughs> usually plays two features right. per night. So yeah. what's a third? You know. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> And hey, Empire Strikes Back is your favorite movie, yes, right? Yes, it is. And I just got more verification as to and why Return that's of the, the Jedi case. is yours, <laughs> isn't it? Is Return of the Jedi still your number one? Because mm. I, because I know it kind of switches. Or is Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's only seen Rise of Skywalker once. Yeah, I know. You it's need on to Disney watch Plus it again, now, isn't it? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to watch it again, man. Can I get on your account sometime? <laughs> yeah, we, we can figure that out. We'll do something. <laughs> All right. Disney, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on. That was a fun little tidbit that I found out. I mean, it gives me more uh, happiness for that movie. Yeah, Second that's thing, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Nolan might be pretty excited about this. Hayden Christensen is again in rumors about appearing in the Disney Plus Kenobi series and now claiming that he will be a regular in the show, and that source is L.R.M. Now, Hayden Christensen is the actor for Anakin Skywalker. So, here's my question to get this conversation started. What would we like to see in the Kenobi series for Hayden Christensen? Is this real? this is true. <laughs> is this real life? <laughs> a lot of people are talking about it. 
Star Wars Theory, a lot of the big Star Wars YouTube pages, YouTube channels, yeah. podcasts are talking about this rumor. Right. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a report at this point. Rumor. I have a question. But if he comes back, what do you want to see? Nolan, what's your question? Uh, first off, my question is, is he going to be playing Anakin? Good question. Second off, if he is going to be playing Anakin, how? Flashbacks. Yeah. Flashbacks. Absolutely. It I think to be. I think it'd be super cool for Hayden Christensen to come back and be in the flashback role. However, this whole idea of him being a regular in the show, I don't see how flashbacks could be a regular thing. I mean, you got to think of what, if it is set after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. Then you got to think of what Obi Wan is going through at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going through losing everybody, and then learning how to from Qui Gon and commune with the uh, Force, how to commune with the Force, and then how to be a Force ghost afterwards. Right. And so, you know, you got to think when he's in the zone, he probably does get a lot of flashbacks of, oh, yeah. you know, his brother that yeah. he that's fresh that he just lost. That's true. And it's he's probably taking blame for it. Yeah, I agree. Jacob, any thoughts on it? Hmm. Well, I know you've so always see, been against Darth Vader being in the Kenobi series. Well, I can just see him being a regular that way at okay. three flashbacks. Yeah, I feel that. So what would I like to see? Yeah. I would love to see flashbacks, mm-hmm. and I would also love to see Darth Vader. I would love to see Anakin oh, okay. Skywalker in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm but then see what he's become. And I wouldn't necessarily, you know, I'm still kind of against Darth Vader going to Tatooine. Confronting him. Right. Because then it's like he already knows Obi-Wan is there yeah. when in a, in a new hope. Right, and so why like, wouldn't he just go there and Right, immediately it? and, yeah. you know, hunt him down, you mm-hmm. know. But, man, if he could be in both roles yeah. and showing it side by side, you know, not necessarily scene by scene. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Obi-Wan fighting that conflict within himself and, you know, showing Darth Vader out in the galaxy enforcing the Empire. Yeah. Man, that would be so cool. I just thought of something super cool here. So what I would love to see is Darth Vader coming back and a force connection between Vader and Kenobi occurs. So they link up. Mm. Now, added detail to this, Hayden Christensen comes in. Whenever this connection between Vader and Kenobi goes down, they have the same exact flashbacks while they're connecting. And that's when Hayden Christensen comes in, and they're both reflecting on those flashbacks occurring in their mind while they're connecting with each other. I think that would be incredible. Yeah. I'm all for Hayden Christensen coming back. I just don't see how or what the why it would be necessary for him to play Vader. Unless but, they show his face, right? And I would like to see if he if this is true. You know, yeah, I would like to see off. him in the Bacta tank. Oh yeah, know. like in Rogue One, right? But more, but show his that. face. Yeah. You know, I mm, man, what if this is true? I hope it is. Me too. Because Hayden and I've said this about the sequels before. The sequels not having Hayden Christensen in Force Ghost way version. I feel like it was a thing that was missing. Because I feel like the whole Skywalker saga was about Anakin Skywalker. 
and it would have been a good bookend to have him come back. Yeah. And I know there was pushback with his acting abilities and everything from the prequels. I think people are over that at this point, though. Yeah. And I think Hayden deserves to be back somehow, oh, some yeah. way. And the Kenobi series makes sense for him to come back. Let us know what you think about Hayden Christensen coming back. Yeah. Would you like to see him back? Would you hate to see him back? Let us know in the comments. It's an interesting topic. Um, I want to see him. I agree. Me three. Nice. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's move on now to something that I'm super excited to kind of speculate with this piece of news, or I guess tidbit. Giancarlo Esposito, the actor for Moff Gideon, teases that he, Moff Gideon may be Force-sensitive or Mandalorian, and, so and here is Some of them voice. got answered, and many of them not, because he's still trying to find that out. So to be in the position of having that kind of regal, graceful power, but have this saber, which delineates a different part of me than any other character. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to have this saber means I'm, I'm, I can use it, and I can do my own dirty work, that I'm a fighter, that I'm a warrior, that's part of me, also creates the possibility of uh, uh, that he um, is, uh, you know, one of the ones, you know? Like, he possibly has that. And that, to me, is interesting. So, possibility that he is one the of the ones. ones. <laughs> one I of feel the like ones. he's trying to avoid saying Leaking. something so yeah. hard right there. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I put, is he Force-sensitive? Or maybe was he originally Mandalorian? Because he, he knows something about his character that's big. And I feel like one of those two things would be it that he's teasing. And obviously with the Darksaber, you think... Is he force sensitive? Maybe I would love if Moff Gideon was force sensitive. Hmm. But what are y'all thoughts on just the things that he said and the possibilities for his character? Because again, he's definitely beating around the bush with something when he says that. Yeah, the last person to wield that saber that was force sensitive was the Jedi, wasn't it? The one that created the weapon. Created the weapon that we know of. Right. And Darth Maul. Oh, and Darth oh, Maul. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right. Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, and that, I'm and glad that, and that guy. Thanks, man. I'm glad you're <laughs> saved here. Saved us there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and maybe so, uh, Ezra. I don't know. I haven't watched Rebels. I haven't. I'm re-watching Rebels. I haven't gotten to the part where the saber, dark saber comes back into play, but I don't believe he ever wields it. Okay. If he does, it's for a brief okay. segment. Moff Gideon Force-sensitive, though. Jacob, mm. what do you think? That would really put like a different perspective on the you know, whole show. Yeah. Yeah, that and also like imperial um commanders and officers cuz you usually don't think of you usually don't think of the emperor having force sensitive people in his military because you would think that that would Kind of be like a conflict of interest. Right. Like if Moff Tarkin were mm -hmm. Force sensitive, that would be really dangerous bec for the <laughs> Emperor because, you know, this is a man with a lot of power and he yeah. also would have Force, you mm -hmm. know, Force abilities. Yeah. And, and man, Vader that tries to choke him and he chokes him back. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
I mean, Darth Vader respected Tarkin more than that. Yeah, he did. But, um, he did. you know, like, that would really put a different perspective on the Imperial hierarchy if Moff Gideon were Force-sensitive. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about that right now, honestly. It, it would be... It would add another layer to him knowing oh, everything yeah. about those characters past whenever they were kind of trapped in the room that they were in, and he was just reading off their names left and right and yeah. <laughs> reading off their basically biography. Um, and yeah, to know that he's Force-sensitive wielding that Darksaber, we would finally get to see visually someone that's Force-sensitive using that weapon, What if? which would be pretty epic. What yes. if it were a connection to the Inquisitor's? That's something that a lot of people are speculating. Yeah. Is he a former Inquisitor? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I okay. think that's a possibility. Explain this. Explain Inquisitors to our viewers and me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Inquisitors are basically Force-sensitive yeah. individuals that, for the Empire, they would hunt down any other Force-sensitive people that were a threat to the Empire, basically. Yeah. Which, but they weren't trained in the ways of the Sith. Right. They were definitely given, you know, dark side abilities, mm -hmm. but they weren't, they didn't become Darth so-and-so, you know? Yeah. Like, Darth Sidious definitely kept only Darth Vader as his apprentice, mm -hmm. right? I would kind of compare it to they're bounty hunters, but only toward Force-sensitive people. Those are yeah. their only jobs. And is to go only after. for the Empire. Right. Do you think that might be why they were hunting Baby Yoda, the child? Because it's another Force-sensitive? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, that's well, a good point. And yeah, that is a good point. I think point. something else <laughs> that we need to consider is the time frame. Um, now the Emperor's gone, or at least people think that they're gone. Um, I don't know, man. There's so much to this yeah. that if Moff Gideon's Force-sensitive, I mean, is it something that he hid? from the Empire throughout his training, or I kind of like Jacob's theory where he could be an Inquisitor because, yeah. like Nolan just connected, that could be a good connection as to why he's hunting down the child and why mm -hmm. he wants to either execute him or whatever that yeah. Camino. And I don't think you could doing. hide that from Darth Vader or from Darth True. Sidious. Yeah, you they, know? they would detect it. Yeah. Man, I'm excited. I think Moff yeah. Gideon's character is growing in interest for me. Yeah, maybe number three. I think it's Din as Djarin. As far as the show, yeah, I think it's Din Djarin, the child, and then after that, Moff Gideon might be right behind them. You don't. What about the Ahsoka Tano aspect? I'm more interested in Moff Gideon, honestly, because he's new. Right. We kind of know gotcha. a lot about Ahsoka. If Ahsoka does show up, I know what kind of role she'll play. Yeah. Um. But I know nothing about Moff Gideon. Yeah. Except that from what we see, he seems pretty cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a Moff, and he was like the Moff over Mandalore. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think, guys. If you think Moff Gideon is Force-sensitive, or if you think he was originally Mandalorian. We didn't really even talk about that, but if you think that he was Mandalorian before becoming this evil dude that's just out to kill Everyone, I guess. The child, Baby Yoda, yeah. Din Djarin. Anyone that goes against him, let us know what you think. Comment down below. Hit us up on social medias. All and right. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Next piece.
of news, Alden Ehrenreich, the actor for Han Solo, was speaking with Esquire this past week, and he was asked about two different things. He was asked about Solo 2 first, and what he thinks on the possibility of that film ever happening, and he says, no, I don't know anything about that. I mean, you know, I think our movie was kind of the last conventional era Star Wars release time. And when he was asked about playing Han Solo again, he said, I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete. So, what I think about this is I don't think Solo 2, a movie, is going to happen. Yeah. But I think that there's talks on somehow incorporating his Han Solo into another Disney Plus show. And the show that I'm thinking in particular, I think, would be Cassie and Andor. Because yeah, that time yeah. frame matches up kind of right. perfectly. I think it'd be pretty cool to see Han pop up in Cassian's episode, or Cassian's series. Do y'all want to see Han Solo again? Do you want to see a Solo too? I know we've kind of talked about that before. Yeah. But what are y'all's thoughts on Alden, first of all, speaking about Han again? Because we haven't really even heard from him ever since Solo, a Star Wars story, came out. Yeah. Um, And yeah, what do y'all think? I don't know. Like, uh, I would like to see Han Solo again. You know, of course I would. Yeah. Um. Yeah, of course I would. You know, and if it's in the Cassian Andor series, then you know, I'd be all for that. Um. The more, the more it connects with other things, you know, I kind of like that. So Cassian was a uh, sort of like a outlaw too kind of deal, wasn't he? Um, before before the rebellion before the rebellion yeah his family was actually part of the separatists during the prequels right and i believe he kind of breaks away from that and kind of goes on his own for a little bit before getting with the rebellion so yeah he's been through the ringer he's kind of played all parts yeah and so is han solo so yeah i think it would be cool to see kind of their them maybe I don't know. I would like to see Han link up with the Huts. Mm -hmm. I think that would be cool mm -hmm. to see. You know, him start to work for Jabba and everything, or if it somebody before the you know, yeah. if Jabba's not in charge then. Mm -hmm. uh, but link up with the Huts, and um, I don't know. I don't know how Cassian would fit in that. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um. Like I said, time frame wise, though, I do think those two kind of intersect with each other perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I still want to see a Crimson Dawn show. <laughs> yeah, because that Crimson a show? Dawn, yeah, a series. Okay. Because I think that Crimson Dawn series would allow us to explore Kira with Darth Maul. Yeah, and it also would set up the battle between Crimson Dawn and the Huts. Yeah, and I think Han Solo would be on the Huts side of things, yeah. while Kira was on which we've talked Crimson about Dawn side of things. Yeah. Which I think would eventually lead to Kira's death, which would set up Han Solo eventually finding Leia and falling in love in the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, well, we've talked about that <laughs> yeah. many times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if this is the right time to talk, get into that, but, you know. Um, yeah, we've talked about it. I would like it. to see that, too. Absolutely. I'm not done with that Han Solo. I thought that Solo, a Star Wars story, was a good film. Mm -hmm. It just came out at a bad time because The Last Jedi yeah. backlash was going on. 
people were like, <laughs> oh, I'm not supporting Star Wars anymore. Yeah. yeah. And also, no Disney Star Wars. It didn't Wars. help that it came out with Infinity War. Yeah, that kind of dwarfed everything. Deadpool 2. Yeah. It just came out Memorial Day weekend. And in my mind, that was a mistake by Disney. Dis- Star Wars like had put things. its footprint in the December month with The Force Awakens and The Last mm-hmm. Jedi, where they were big mega millions and millions of dollars makers, but they decided to switch things up and put it out in Summer kind of just threw me off, and that didn't really make sense. I think it was Disney trying to figure out if they could do two Star Wars movies a year. Yeah, and they can't. And that backfired. Sometimes well, less can't is good. They can when they put it right beside a Marvel movie. True. No. Like, and they're kind of competing with themselves because Disney owns exactly. Marvel. Well, and it, it was the... Especially when know, it's Infinity War. <laughs> it was the penultimate Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, it was Infinity War. Right. Yeah, Infinity War, I feel like... Marvel was famous before Infinity War, but I think Infinity War made it even bigger because well, it, it yeah. like collected everything. And that Infinity War, in my mind, is the best Marvel movie. But anyway, we're getting so way yeah, we would love to <laughs> Endgame? see more Endgame's, Han Solo. <laughs> we can talk about that off air, air, but I think Endgame's got a lot of issues with it. And there's a lot of people out there that think the same. <laughs> I'm not the only one, man. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Let us know what you think about Alden Enright coming back to play Han Solo again. If you want it to be a film, Solo 2, or if you want him to show up in any kind of series, let us know what you think. And now we've got some big news. It's been out for a while, but man, it feels like... or Not for a while. It came out this past week, but it feels like it's been for a while. The Bad Batch is the next yes. animated Star Wars television show coming to Disney Plus in 2021. Now, I'll go ahead and read the press release so we can set up kind of what the plot is going to look like before we speculate on things that we want to see or people that we think we might see. So the press release. The series follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. Hmm. Members of Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones, vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army. Each possesses a singular, exceptional skill, which makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone War era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. So, Initial thoughts on, for me, are what do they think and how do they react to Order 66? Hmm. And I think that might be how the show starts. Yeah. I really want to see how they react to that. Aftermath of Order 66. Right. Or or, um, the the Clone Clone Wars. Wars. But Clone Wars ended with Order 66. Yes, that's the end of it. So I'm saying that they don't have chips. Okay. That's what I'm saying, because they're experimental group. I'm saying they were experimented on before the yeah. chips got started being installed. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that. Or they recognized early that they were defective, so they didn't even bother putting the Put, chips in. Putting it in, exactly. Hmm. I think that's another option. Well, I think I would disagree with that, okay. because okay. the plot is so extensive, obviously, mm-hmm. that I think they would be included in it, you know? But we do know from this press release that they 
break off from working for you know the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it says they're mercenaries. Don't exactly. They? Right. Yeah. So and they got they're trying to find new purpose. So yeah. that's interesting. So they're like out in the galaxy during the Empire era, mm-hmm. but they're not working for the Empire. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Fill in more of them gaps. Yeah. I think this Bad Batch show is honestly an easy way for them to continue the Clone Wars kind of series. Like, it's just a direct sequel well, to it's it. Easy. It's The Clone Wars are over, but it's easy for them to continue the clone The story saga. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Just having clones. Yeah. Because after the Clone Wars, that's it. Like, clones are done. Yeah. They... They yeah. don't clone anymore. The imp- right. <laughs> the Empire gives them the retirement letters, uh, tells all the clones that you're no longer going to be soldiers for us. You've done your purpose. Good job. Go relax. And Is that really what happens? Into the sunset. Yeah. Well, sort actually, of. I know some comics go into how Darth Vader still had the 501st. Yeah, but Rex ends up, well, yeah, obviously. Re- no, 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 no. 501st is wiped out. Remember, they're yeah. on the ship. But I thought, that, I thought that he took half of them. No, they were all dead. Remember? Mm. Did he say, no, he didn't take them with him, or else we would have seen them in episode three. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like all the 501st is wiped out. Okay. Well, I know oh, that well, in some comics. He did take some of them to the... Uh, Coruscant battle? Well, the yeah, when yeah. he slaughtered oh, the, the temple. temple. Yeah. Because they're yeah. wearing no, that yeah. blue armor. Yeah. Yeah, they might did. be around. Mm-hmm. So you think? It, what com? Do you remember what comic? No, I don't remember. Is it Legends or is it actual canon? I think it's, you know, it's like a recent <laughs> comic. Okay, so I'll have to research that some yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, because well, that would be an interesting layer to the Jedi Temple. Right, he did. Uh, but what I was kind of bouncing off though was uh, Rex, Wolf, and Gregor, the three clones and rebels. They talk about how the Empire gave them basically retirement letters that they could no longer be soldiers. Um, so I don't know if that means all of the clones... That's when they start up, you know, abducting kids. Right. <laughs> I don't know if all the clones were given that, so Vader's 501st was no longer there as well. But I say all that. I think that the Bad Batch gives us a huge opportunity to see Rex again. They might run into Maybe. each other somehow. Yeah. It also makes me excited because I hope to see a clone continued Clone Wars animation of Darth Vader. I thought Darth Vader looked incredible in that last shot of the Clone Wars, and I want to see some of it, some more of it. And I want to say this. I think that there's a possibility, it's a far-off possibility, but I think I would like it, for the end game of the Bad Batch show for that crew to either be wiped out by the Empire or join the Empire. Hmm. I think those might be the two options because they don't live throughout the original trilogy, in my mind. I think okay. the end game is for their death or for their conformity to the Empire. You want to know what I what I think? Sure. I think they will find the child... And be put in charge of protecting it. They do a horrible job of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Because they're they don't obviously don't protect him because they're not around at, during the Mandalorian. I not well, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they die probably. Their ages increase. 
Yeah, but Rex is still alive. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jacob, what uh, do you think? What do you think the end game I was just, for the Bad Batch I mean, I was is? I just throwing that out. That was really wild, but... I don't know, man. Like, could, they could join the Rebellion. They could join the Empire back. Yeah. Do you think... They could stay in the underworld. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not really sure. Well, I know that there's a we comic... We know that they're going to be in the underworld, though. Yeah. Because they're mercenaries. There's a comic that has... That Vader gets a, like, souped-up troopers, basically. Yeah. And a lot of people have always... Before the final season of The Clone Wars came out, a lot of people have always speculated that that's what the Bad Batch end up becoming. So that's kind of where I'm getting the whole, do they end up conforming to the Empire and joining their forces... Because they run out of options, basically. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of doubt it. I don't. I think I would... I mean, I hate to be evil, but I think I would enjoy their deaths coming. <laughs> like, being meaningful. Being meaningful in the Empire finishing them. Because, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be soft and care about these people. It's got to make sense. Yeah, they that's don't, true. In my, in my mind, they shouldn't be around in the original trilogy or else we would have heard about them. But maybe they're not... Important enough, true. (laughs) I don't know. I just don't see them surviving the show. As in their own crew, either they die or they become part of the empire. So when do you think the story ends? What time frame? Probably right before the original trilogy. Do you think they die in Rogue One? Ooh, maybe they were there. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. There's a lot of possibilities oh do y'all think we're gonna see the emperor Nah, you don't think so i think uh nah. i think if we see rex though we'll see ahsoka yeah man i hate to say this but i don't want to get ahsoka and rex fatigue because they're in everything yeah. new <laughs> yeah that's the thing i don't know if we'll see rex or not but if we do i'd, I'd... yeah that'd be good it's gonna be hard not to show rex just because it's that clone connection. Mm-hmm. We'll see, though. A lot of possibilities on the Bad Batch. Let us know what you think. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Stinks that we have to wait until 2021. But we got bigger things to come as far as like the Mandalorian first. Uh-huh. I'm most excited about that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But it's nice to know that on the back side of that, we've got the Bad Batch in 2021. I guess Cassian Andor will be in 2022. And maybe Kenobi will be 2023. <laughs> We've got Star Wars shows coming, hopefully, yearly, it sounds like. Now, anything else that y'all want to share about the Bad Batch? Any other thoughts on it before I move on to my last thing that I'm going to say as far as news? You good? It came out of nowhere, that's for sure. That yeah. is true. But, you know, like, I'm looking forward to it. Me as well. Me as well. All right. Last piece of news. I'm just ready for the Mandalorian. True. (laughs) Last piece of news. We got updates on Cassian Andor and the Kenobi show. The Cassian Andor show is reported to begin shooting in late July, so this month, and they're going to shoot through the fall. So that's why I'm thinking maybe in a year and a half we'll finally get that show. Yeah. And then our Kenobi series update. Kenobi series is reportedly having creative issues and differences again. And this is all from making Star Wars. Now, they just fired their previous writer. They hired a new one. And that new one said that the show was going to be shorter. That's where we've gotten those four to five episodes, yeah. which bummed us out. 
and now apparently there's creative differences with that writer again, which all contradicts what Kathleen Kennedy said during last Star Wars celebration when she said all the scripts were already written and they were ready to shoot. Well, so more drama she's going a corporate on CEO, the so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I, I say all that. Cassie and Andor, uh, it's great that it's going, but yeah. an, again, another negative with Kenobi, which is after the Mandalorian, Kenobi's the big thing that I want to see. Yeah. Gosh, that and bumps I think me everyone, out so much. Everyone wants to see more, wants to see that series. Yeah, I want to see more Kenobi. Absolutely, I agree. Like, man, people that I know that hate the sequels would love to see a Kenobi series, mm-hmm. and I don't understand why Disney doesn't get on the ball with that. When that could get a lot of people back on Track. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Back I, on the Star Wars. I would fan say The Mandalorian frame. has helped with some of those. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think me and Nolan have talked about this before. I would prefer them to make sure they get Kenobi right. Uh, as long as they're identifying all these issues beforehand, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But that this is now like the second or third time we've heard issues with it. So that's getting kind of frustrating. I mean, why don't you just put people in place that you know are going to get the job done correctly? I don't know, like John Favreau <coughs> or Dave Filoni, <laughs> but yeah. Deborah Chow. <clears throat> well, she, yeah, Deborah Chow. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Deborah Chow's actually talked about how she's excited for this show to actually have fluency throughout because I believe she's going to be the only director. So I guess for Kenobi, right? Yeah. So I guess the only issue they're having with is the scripts. Yeah. Well, I mean, she should be part of the writing process. Yeah. I think. I mean, she's proven herself in a director's role, Mm -hmm. and if she's going to have to figure out how to make it happen, then I think she should be part of the creative part. I agree. Which I'm not saying that directing is not creative. It's very creative. The writing part. But, yes, the the creation Mm -hmm. part. From top to bottom, all the way through. Mm -hmm. She's got to be involved. Yes. Well, I don't know that that's part of a director's or role. Tiki Watiti. Oh, it's I right. honestly don't know anything <laughs> about it. Isn't it Taika? Taika Watiti. Yeah. So, yeah, writing and all that stuff's not necessarily part of the director's part or role. Sorry. But it would be beneficial for her to be involved with all that process because then there would be fluency from start to finish on the entire project. And that's a big positive for The Mandalorian. John Favreau, Dave Filoni are involved with everything. Yeah. yeah. They're the writers like, and directors. Yeah. And, and Dave Filoni, even though there were different directors on every single one of the episodes, Dave Filoni was like a second director mm-hmm. on the ones that he wasn't yeah, directing. He had more for all the episodes. decision on it. Yeah. And it, you can see it clear as day. The clarity that the Mandalorian has versus the, the unclarity of sequels, and I don't know why they haven't learned from that. And maybe they yeah. have, and maybe this is just again they're catching the issues now, which I prefer than catching them after they put the thing out. Well, it's yeah, again sure. a buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, just, I hate to end the show on that. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars is awesome. Yeah, Star Wars is lightsabers. Awesome. All right, that's enough. (laughs) Impersonations, part three. (laughs) All right, 
That is all the Star Wars news. Let us know what you think about all of those things. Let us know what you think about Cassian Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Hayden Christensen, all of the things we talked about. I'm excited for next week's episode, Top 5 Lightsabers. You need to check it out. I'm excited for people listening to it because I think it's super awesome. And you should definitely check it out if you're still listening. I know we talked about it at the top, but it's super awesome. Jacob, great in that episode. <laughs> You'll see what we're yeah. talking about. Jacob, thanks for coming on again. Yeah, my thanks pleasure. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. We ran through a lot of news. I know it's pretty late for us. I think we're all getting kind of tired. We're all getting kind of droopy. Uh, <laughs> but we pushed through. We hope that y'all have a great week. Nolan, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. It was awesome, as always. And I feel like I'm repeating things. Because I'm super tired. So let's get out of here. And we have spoken.